0: hey everybody welcome back to day 21 of my mental health journey Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with my channel essentially i share my day-to-day struggles with mental illness mainly anxiety uh, just with the hope of connecting with folks who might be going through something similar and uh, creating a platform for folks for whom i can't speak to share their stories and hopefully connect with more people in the process Uh, so today's going to be more of a story time Um, later tonight, and I've alluded to it before, I run a Spanish group out of Somerville. It's called Somerville Spanish Meetup. And usually the meetings are like, you know, 10 to 20 people. It's been all on Zoom, but normally they're at restaurants and stuff. So they're super fun. But the group's like almost 500 people. So, um, it's been growing since I became the leader of it and I'm super proud of it. And that's something that's definitely helped with my mental health. I remember I had to run a meeting the day that I got, um, Got the boot from my job, and I was like, "Do I really have like the strength to like do this stuff right now?" And then I saw all the people there, like when I got there, and they were super appreciative of everything, and just super willing to speak Spanish and learn. And the the native speakers that come were great too. So um, it just reminded me that you know it's these things that I do outside of work and um, whatnot that give me like the true happiness that I'm looking for, and really help boost my mental spirits uh, when they might be down so uh with that being said i want to tell the story about how i started speaking spanish what kind of prompted me to um and just everything that's led up to the point of me being able to run a group myself i'm not the best speaker in the group because it's my second language we have a bunch of natives and whatnot but um i'm proud of how far i've come and i'm super excited to continue to learn this is going to be a lifelong process for me and uh First and foremost, just want to say it's allowed me to really bridge the gap. Um, you know, meet people that I never would have been able to have a real conversation with uh, simply because they didn't speak English. Um, coming from all over the world, whether it be Central America, the Caribbean, South America, Spain, you name it, um, even in this country. Um, it's just been a fascinating journey, and and being able to speak a different language has allowed me to meet people in context that I never would have been able to otherwise. But basically, when I was nine years old, I have a very good friend of mine who's still a very good friend of mine, and um, he's Guatemalan. And I remember when I was nine years old, I went over to his house, and uh, it was just him and his mom and uh, she was speaking spanish with him and at the time i didn't know anything you know i may have known i knew how to like count to 10 the stuff that you learn in like elementary school gym class but besides that i didn't know anything and um i just remember this feeling i had even at that age like next time i come to this house like i want to be able to speak with you in your own language so you can be comfortable because this is your own home that was like the first thought that i kind of had in my head Obviously I wasn't able to just like snap my fingers and learn Spanish because I I had come back to his place many times and he's been in my place many times. So um, obviously I I wasn't able to do that the next time I I went over, but I didn't start learning Spanish until I was like 13, just like everyone else in my school district, you could learn French or Spanish and I think Latin, Um, but I chose to stick with it. You know, I stuck with it all the way through high school and then I went to college and I did one semester and I didn't do it. And I remember just feeling this major void, like major void. Like, what am I doing? I feel so lost because I went in undeclared as well. Common common thing, I, I don't always have a plan, um, if, if that hasn't been made obvious by the stories I've told in the past. But basically, I started taking a class the second semester And thank God, I had such an amazing teacher. Um, This woman, Coco, she was um, half Mexican and half Japanese and just had the most incredible, like, lively personality. Um, It was just like so opposite of mine, too. You know, at this time, I was way less expressive. I was pretty reserved, you know somebody from like latin america you know those countries where they're a lot more loose and light with stuff like they would look at me like who's this like grumpy like young slash old man type stuff um and she was one of those teachers who kind of like broke broke me out of my shell i guess you would say you know she really engaged me and she knew that i was super passionate about spanish but i was also reserved and uh she she took she took that into consideration and she really pushed me in the right direction and uh, ever since then i I was taking spanish classes um, every semester i ended up majoring in spanish and i graduated from spanish now this was at syracuse i had some other great teachers at syracuse too i transferred after my sophomore year and finished up school at uvm university of vermont for those who don't know Um, and i had some incredible teachers there too and i think the best part about my experience in with Spanish is that I've had all walks of life teach me, you know, sorry, it's hot as hell in here. Um, but I've had, you know, men, women, um, folks who are like bisexual, um, gay people who don't prescribe to any sort of gender. Like I've, and they all are from different countries, you know, Argentina, Chile, Mexico, um, Colombia, Spain, uh, the Dominican, like Pretty much every country that you can think of um i had the pleasure of having a teacher from there and they and they brought something very interesting both because they had different identities but they came from different countries so culturally like there are similarities but like the difference in culture for example for example between like central america versus south america is two different worlds so um i was able to kind of get a sense of like the state of affairs in all these countries and it really just gave me a much better bigger idea as far as how how incredibly beautiful and complex Latin America is, like the identities that people hold, you know, the Native American folks, the black folks, the European folks, and just how they've like been intertwined through centuries, similar to um, the United States, but it's also very different. Um, but anyway, um, so after college, I was like, I need to I need to apply this. I need to apply everything I've learned. And for some reason, I always wanted to go to Argentina. I don't know if it was just because, like, I love the Argentinian um, nat- football team um, with, like, Messi and Aguero. And, you know, I could I could keep going on. I'm, for all the people who don't like soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, I'll, I'll spare you. But I've always just been fascinated by Argentina. I didn't really know why, but... I could never do any study abroad stuff because I was also studying neuroscience. And if you do like a la- like any sort of lab courses, you don't translate to study abroad. So I knew that I was gonna have to graduate and then like do a job um, in a foreign country. So I decide right before I graduate, that I'm going to go to Argentina and I'm going to work and live with Argentinians. So that's what I did for a summer. Um, Everything was entirely in Spanish, fully immersed. And it was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. And I came back to the United States, super excited. But then I was like, oh, damn, I just have to work like a desk job now. Like, how am I going to be able to continue my Spanish and everything? So I kind of languished with it a little bit. You know, I I practice on my own here and there. I'll try and watch like a show or something, but I wasn't really applying myself, which was crazy because I had just been living and breathing it for three months. So um, it was definitely a drastic change and it kind of caused me to be like, well, I could usually just sink into never speaking this language again, but that would absolutely kill me inside if I did that. So how am I gonna get myself back into the role of, you know, consistently doing this and consistently learning and and challenging myself you know speaking with other people not just with myself or with a an app or something because it's one thing if you're practicing like that but when somebody's having a face-to-face real-time conversation with you and you're like learning and like not afraid to make mistakes that's when you're going to get better because you make the mistake and you learn from it and that's at least how i am i just need to do it and if i screw it up like i'll learn from it but i started taking um these like classes with people. And uh, I wanna shout out this one woman uh, in Arlington, uh, Cynthia Soto. Um, She's from Peru, an incredible woman. Um, She teaches folks um, English and Spanish. Like she teaches Spanish speakers English and English speakers Spanish. And then she'll do like night classes where it's just like, she kind of organizes it. She's like the maestra, which is like the teacher, so to speak. But basically, we would, I would go to her classes and like speak with other folks and her and that was like what really started to inspire me to just like keep going with it. And then what happened was I had, and I spoke on this in another video, I had a seizure in 2019, blew out my shoulder and I had to have surgery and I like couldn't drive or anything. But what happened was I was in this group, which I now lead called Somerville Spanish Meetup. And the person who ran it um he just stopped like doing events. I don't know if he moved or something. He was a really nice guy, so nothing against him. but basically, if what happens is those groups will die if like an event isn't held in a certain amount of time, and it reached the point where the group is gonna die in like twenty four hours and I was finally like I decided to become the leader, and I just told people like, "Look, if you trust me to um recover." and then start doing events. Like I will consistently do events. And uh, I've been doing events for almost a year now, and um, I have one tonight, and it's the ninth or eighth one I've done on Zoom, which is, you know, I'd obviously prefer to do it in the restaurants, but the fact that I've had enough experience now where I feel comfortable leading and, and people feel comfortable like following my lead and, and joining my events, and they trust me to do a good job, like. That's an incredible feeling, especially when you have like native native speakers who want to do my events like, you know, like you don't have to do this. But I've come to the realization that they just like to teach other people Spanish and they like to be able to speak their first language um, in the company of good people. You know, they're also bilingual, so they're speaking English at their jobs and it's a way for them to relax. So that's uh, basically in a, in a nutshell, that's what my Spanish journey has been so far. Um, from the age of 13 to 27 and it's been incredible but it also has taught me that you got to be consistent you got to challenge yourself this is a lifelong process this isn't something that you're just gonna learn it and then it's just gonna stick with you you got to keep practicing you got to keep challenging yourself to learn new like slang from different countries you gotta challenge yourself culturally to understand the differences in culture in each country for example like the culture of Argentina is mostly Italian, whereas in like Colombia, there's there's a ton of African culture. There's a ton of Native American culture. There's a ton of European culture as well. So it's all mixed, but it's a very different vibe than Argentina would be. So um, that's just all stuff that I've I've wanted to learn because it's not just the language. You learn about the people, the history, the culture, so you can truly understand the pe- people with whom you're speaking. Um, but yeah i'm kind of rambling right now because i'm like really passionate about this and i know my voice might not indicate it but this is something that like helps me get out out of bed every day like i love this stuff i practice every day and um that's not going to change anytime soon just like it's not going to change anytime soon that i'm going to keep making these videos because for some reason you guys watch them and i love making them so i really support all you guys um who are kind of going through stuff right now or you might not be and i want to say i appreciate all of the support you've given me um, whether it be reaching out to me just to check in or letting me know that you appreciate the work i'm doing um it's all it's all love so anyway i'll be posting this tonight uh and just i won't be doing any sort of uh talking about this just for the next week or so just because i want the focus to be on black lives matter and the murder of george floyd and everything going on in the streets right now fighting uh systemic racism white supremacy all that terrible shit and i just swore i I try to never swear but sorry guys happens every once in a while but anyway, anyway i love you guys i'll post this later tonight and i hope you guys are all having a wonderful day